The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Well, if you're into sport, this weekend is a good one. Wimbledon less than 48 hours away, but of course all eyes on Croke Park this weekend with all four quarterfinals in the All-Ireland Football Series. Joining me now is off the balls, Cahill Milani, and the place to start, Cahill, is with the football. Yeah, it is, Anton. It is the big weekend, as you say, in the quarterfinals. The football championship really heating up now after last weekend as well with the preliminary quarterfinals. And today and tomorrow we have the four quarterfinals. So first up today, 3.45 start for Kerry against Tyrone. This is a, a blockbuster meeting between two counties with a lot of history over the last 20 years or so. Kerry, uh, the All-Ireland champions last year, Tyrone the champions the year before in 2021. Lots of memories around this game, Anton, surrounding the 2021 semi-final between the counties when Tyrone edged out uh, Kerry. And of course, they went on to beat Mayo in the final again in terms of today's match Kerry probably haven't come to the boil so far in this year's championship they won the Munster title quite convincingly but they haven't been overly impressive in the group stage now today's a game that could potentially get them going Tyrone impressive in their win over Donegal last weekend I think key to much of uh, the stuff against Kerry for any team is trying to keep the two Cliffords uh, quiet David and Paddy Clifford and uh, if they, Tyrone can manage that that will go a long way to try to win that match but it should be a very interesting encounter and lots of spice between those two and counties And it's GA Go isn't it? It's not on Two Feet games today are on GA Go and tomorrow the two games are on uh, RT television so the other game today is Armagh and Monaghan actually lots of talk this week about Tyrone and Kerry and Mayo and Dublin but not a whole lot of talk about the other two quarterfinals and Armagh and Monaghan will view today as a huge opportunity uh, Armagh probably have been a little bit unlucky under Kieran McGuinney. They've lost a lot of tight matches, including this year's Ulster final. They lost against Galway last year on penalties. But I think Armagh might have enough to get past Monaghan. Monaghan were impressive in digging out a win against Kildare last week. But I think Armagh might have enough to, to get through that one this evening. Uh, tomorrow then, Derry against Cork. Derry, possibly dark horses uh, to win the All-Ireland. They're a very good system. They've got uh, a brilliant midfield partnership in Conor Glass and Brendan Rodgers. Uh, they should do it against Cork but Cork on the crest of a wave their season ignited with a great win over Mayo in the group stage but really uh, lots of eyes this weekend on Mayo against Dublin because well, This is the one that your colleague Will O'Callaghan was saying was the pick of the bunch Yeah definitely uh, given the rivalry that has developed between the two counties over the last number of years we've had uh, a number of All-Ireland finals between the sides that were separated by just a single point of course Dublin got the better of Mayo in all those uh, finals but Mayo did win the semi-final meeting between the sides a couple of years ago at uh, Dublin it feels like they have one last push in them to try and win one more All-Ireland with the team that they have, the panel that they have. Jack McCaffrey, Paul Mannion, Stephen Cluxton all back in the panel uh, this I year. I didn't realise Stephen Cluxton was 41. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's been around a long, long time, but a vastly experienced uh, goalkeeper to have in their team. Mayo, impressive against Galway last week. It was such a tense match because both of their seasons were on the line in Salt Hill, but Mayo just got, about, got through by a single point. Uh, I think the winner of that game, Anton, will have a huge say in the All-Ireland race because they'll, they're going to have such an amount of momentum. Now, the only thing is, Mayo have had a very tight schedule in the last couple of weeks having to play that game in Salt Hill last week. Dublin had a, a weekend off. That might just tilt it uh, in favour of the Dubs uh, tomorrow. But that one at four o'clock, I think, is, is going to be the big draw for neutrals this weekend. The other big sporting event, of course, is 48 Hours to Wimbledon. Yeah, it's uh, one of those iconic sporting events, isn't it? Actually, I was uh, humming the theme tune earlier on from the BBC. It's one of those iconic uh, theme tunes that we have. Do you want to give us a the, couple of bars No, there I don't. Not, not at this time of the morning. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it gets underway on Monday. And uh, I think in the men's draw, 
as things te- tend to happen now in tennis, all eyes on Novak Djokovic. Twenty-three grand This would be his, his eighth if he wins it, is it? Correct. So he can draw level with Roger Federer on eight. Uh, it's a remarkable record on grass for Novak Djokovic, and he gets underway uh, at, on Monday. How many titles did you say? Thirty something. Twenty-three Grand Slam titles. So Margaret Court has twenty-four Grand Slams. So Djokovic has the chance to draw. And of course, he he's slightly depressed in that number by virtue of COVID and not getting into Australia and all of that. On a couple, but he's still in fantastic physical shape and I think he probably is the favourite heading in uh, to Wimbledon though Carlos Alcaraz the youngster who has uh, blazed a trail through the sport really in the last number of years 20 years of age the only problem with Carlos Alcaraz is world number one but not a whole lot of experience on grass which may count against him uh, in the coming weeks and I suppose always home hopes uh, for a home winner and Cameron Norrie uh, carries the hopes for the home crowd in England over the next couple of weeks in terms of the women's singles I think it's a little bit more open in the women's draw you've got Iga Schwantek Elena Ribikina is last year's champion though she's struggling with injury and illness and Irina Sabalenka in the mix as well but possibly Ika Svantec the one to watch out for uh, there so Wimbledon kicks off on Monday and set to continue for two weeks Before I let you go what's this stuff with the, the promotional poster? Yeah so there was a, a poster released of uh, just to promote obviously Wimbledon in the lead up to the event of players walking down the stairs making their way out onto the court now Andy Murray has weighed in he described it as a disaster because of the lack of prominence given to female players in the poster so there were players walking down the stairs kind of in pairs and there were a couple of female players towards the back of the group but uh, a lot of people critical of the fact that female players weren't given prominence in that compared to the, the male players Which game are you covering today? I am heading over to uh, Crow Park for the double header so I'll be there for both of them Oh, very good. Uh, so you were telling me it's going to rain. <laughs> uh, I didn't bring a proper coat, nor did I bring a brolly. So I'm a little bit concerned about the journey over. Well, I'm just going by what Claire McNamara said at the top <laughs> of the hour in the, the news forecast. So she, I think it was intermittent drizzle. So you may get lucky and avoid it. Carl, enjoy. Thank you. That is Carl Milani uh, from Off the Ball. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.